and welcome to Lessons Nobody Wants to Learn. I'm your host, Izzy Utterson, and today we're doing things a little bit differently because this is my first solo episode because, well, I don't think it would be fair to not kind of introduce myself and interview myself, seeing as I put so many other people on the spot. I'm going to structure this how I structure my other podcasts and ask myself the questions that I ask my guests. And if you don't know what that sounds like, then not sure what you're doing. You should probably go and listen to the other episodes because they are fantastic if I do say so myself. So the first question I always ask my guests is how is everything going and how does 2023 look? And that's an interesting question for me because at the beginning of this year, I really felt different to the beginning of every other year. It feels like everything's finally clicked into place for me. I launched my podcast, which I've been wanting to do for the past two, three years. I feel like I'm in a good place with my career. And I feel like I finally have set boundaries in my relationships with friends and everything like that. But that wasn't always the story, which leads me on to my next question, which is looking back to before everything. So let's go back a few years to before the podcast, before where I'm at now with my career and my mental health and my physical health. I want to take it back to 2019. In 2019, I was diagnosed with psoriasis, which is an autoimmune condition. And it's also a chronic health condition. And what that means is that it's incurable. When I got psoriasis, I was at a point in my life where I was really not taking good care of myself at all. I was at uni. I had never really worked. I'd done a few bits and bobs here and there, but I was basically just kind of floating through and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I didn't know what direction I wanted to go into. I'd just been through a breakup and was kind of single for the first time in a really long time. And what that meant for me was I was just totally lost. And it's funny because when I was diagnosed with psoriasis, I felt like my world was over. I felt like my whole world had just crumbled because to be honest with you, I had very kind of superficial views of the world and that came down to how I felt about myself too. I felt like my entire value and worth was in how I looked. And I think that's something that I know a lot of people suffer with, particularly in their kind of teens, early 20s. And for me, everything was focused on what I looked like. If I wasn't skinny enough, if my skin wasn't clear, if I didn't look good enough, if I wasn't wearing the right thing, I had no worth whatsoever. And I'm kind of shocked, I guess, thinking back to that time. And it kind of like, it just gave me goosebumps thinking about it because I have, I feel now so much more worth and value to myself. And I think that's something that people find incredibly difficult. And I certainly, it's taken me years. And let's go back to that moment that I was diagnosed. When I was diagnosed with psoriasis, I felt like my world was just over. Suddenly my body was completely covered in these red scaly marks. I had dry skin. My skin felt like it was going to rip off. It made daily activities feel impossible. And suddenly my kind of, I guess let's call it my safety net, that was my like clear skin and my body and you know that being everything that I put value into suddenly that was gone and it was kind of I was laid bare as a person and to tell you the truth I didn't really know who I was what I was about up until that point I didn't really know what I wanted to do I didn't know 
how to maneuver myself in relationships and friendships. And it forced me to really look within at what I wanted to do and what I was going to bring to the world that was valuable. What could I do to make a difference? And to be honest with you, and the whole reason I called this podcast Lessons Nobody Wants to Learn is that was a really harsh lesson for me. And obviously, I'm not going to compare it. Everyone's kind of harshest lesson is everyone's harshest lesson. But for me, that kind of having everything stripped back and having to really look within and kind of being in hospital every week and being exhausted and being told that, you know, I might never, my skin might never go back to normal and this was my life now. And I was on immunosuppressants and at one point chemotherapy was mentioned to try and get rid of this condition. And I was so tired and I just felt so helpless. And I just cried and cried and cried and it seemed like no one understood what I was going through. And I'd get all the sympathy of, oh, poor you, it must be so awful. But when you're going through something like that and nobody close to you can kind of relate, it's just so heartbreaking. And I got through that. And as time went by and the days went on and it got worse and it got better and then it got much worse, I kind of found a new normal and I found a way to accept that this was my life now and that I would be okay. And that's not to say that that's something that comes easily. And I was lucky enough that during lockdown, my skin kind of cleared up. And it went on, I would say, for about two years. And the lessons that that really left me with was, A, you are so much more than skin deep. What really matters about you is the values that you hold, how kind you are to other people, how hard you work. That's what matters. It doesn't matter what you look like, what's on your you know, what, it doesn't matter what you look like on a physical level. And that was a lesson that that taught me. And I was someone that had struggled with body image for my entire life. I have memories of being seven or eight years old and like blowing out the candles on my birthday cake. And what I wished for was to be skinny because that seemed like the only thing that would make you a valuable person. And what this taught me was that that actually didn't matter. Everyone loved me just as much. You know, my friends, my family, everyone loved me just as much. I was still valuable when I was at university and I got my degree. I was still a person of value when I got my first job and came into that role and kind of started to hone in on my craft. You are valuable because of the person that you are, the lessons that you learn and the decisions that you make, how you are to other people, your kindness and how really you choose to live every day. These are the things that really matter. What you look like isn't really relevant. And the point is that learning to love ourselves for who we are and the kind of people that we are is far more important than what we look like. And that was something that I learned. It was incredibly important to me. And for someone who's worked in the beauty industry and the fashion industry, that wasn't always easy because we compare ourselves. And I've said it before and I'll say it again, comparison really is the thief of joy. And the sooner that we can kind of look in and think, actually, I can do that. What do I want to do? I can do that. I can achieve that. If I put the work in, I can do that. And it's about putting that work in. And when I talk about self-love and putting work in, I don't mean, you know, slapping on a face mask and kind of, you know, having a bath, though those are fantastic things to do if you're ever feeling down. But what I mean about self-love is, and I think the moment it really clicked for me 
was a few months ago. I remember I was at home on my own and I was like, oh, what am I going to have for dinner? You know, I just like, let's just make myself something, whatever. Like, da, da, da. And I was like, actually, if I was making dinner for someone that I loved, what would I make for them? I'd put more time and effort in. And I know that sounds really silly, but it's about doing things for ourselves that we would do for someone that we really love. And that's what self-care really is. And self-care is also sometimes making decisions that aren't as easy. For me, waking up every day and going to work out before I go to work is incredibly important because that sets me up for the day. But that takes work. That's not necessarily the quote-unquote easiest decision. But it's about self-care is about looking into the long term and thinking, okay, what are some things that I can do now that will help me in the future? And the decision I made back when I got diagnosed with psoriasis to really kind of just focus on, okay, what are my attributes that I love about myself outside of what I look like? And I nurtured those. I started my initial podcast, which I loved doing and really taught me, you know, that that was something that I really wanted to do. And I met incredible people. And I always say that I would not be the person I am today had I not learned that lesson that of what really, truly mattered. Another question I ask my guests is, do you have any regrets? And I definitely have regrets, but I don't think of them as regrets. I've definitely behaved in ways that were kind of not the way that I'd like to behave or the way that I would ever behave now. But I think that regrets are lessons for us all. I think anything that we do that we incredibly regretful of you know that feeling does lessen and lessen over time of the regret but that lesson that you learned and that feeling in the moment stays with you and that's not to say that we should beat ourselves up and punish ourselves for things that are done in our past because that's in our past and it bears no weight to regret those things massively or kind of beat yourself up about them because there's nothing you can do to change that but what that can do is inform your future and that's another incredibly important lesson that I've learned. Because yes, of course I have regrets, but would I be the person I am today without them? No. And the lessons that I've taken from those things, I feel incredibly grateful for. The next question I always ask my guests is, well, it's not a question, it's a quote. And that's that the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. This is something I cannot stress enough because as I mentioned before, I used to be incredibly unkind to myself and I think a lot of us are incredibly unkind to ourselves I think a lot of people find it very difficult to to see the positive to see the light because there is so much negativity surrounding us and what I always say is I try to every day have something to look forward to and that doesn't have to be something big and crazy whether that's I'm going for a walk and seeing a friend for a coffee or I get to watch an episode of this or I get to see my boyfriend today. But things like that that bring me so much joy because I'm so grateful that I even get to do those things. And it's finding the joy in the small things. And there's this quote I love that says, life is a series of tiny miracles, notice them. And I could not agree with that more. And I know I probably sound incredibly preachy right now. And obviously some days I have days where I'm like, ugh. I just can't be bothered. I don't want to do it. I, you know, of, of course I have down days. I'm a human. But what I notice more and more in my kind of journey of self-care and self-love and discovery of who and what I want to be is that if I really try and put joy into the smaller moments and every day I kind of write my gratitude and whether that's on my notes app or 
in my diary, I write three things that I'm incredibly grateful for that day. And that has made all the difference for me in terms of my mental health and just the way that I view things. And it's also learning to accept things that we can't change. I found a lot of peace in that with things that have happened to me over the past three, four years, things that I've mentioned, things that I won't mention. It brings me a lot of peace actually in the things that I can't change, the things I don't have power over and actually how I can just adapt to those things and make those things work. Because I think there's a lot of sadness and there's a lot of kind of hurt. And I think it's very difficult to separate ourselves from those situations sometimes. And I also believe that sometimes you really need to sit in that sadness and that hurt. But it's also learning to accept things that really we're powerless to, that's made such a big difference to me and I was sat in the car with my boyfriend yesterday and he was you know we were talking about getting emotional and you know what makes us happy and how we kind of find happiness and I was just like look there are certain things that I can't change but I'm incredibly grateful and I'm incredibly lucky in lots of ways and I think the more I remind myself of that and sometimes just smiling which I know sounds crazy because anyone that's seen my Instagram knows I really hate to smile but Sometimes if I'm feeling a little bit rubbish, I just walk down the street and I smile. And I know it sounds crazy, but try it. Because whenever I'm feeling really stressed, sometimes I just put a smile on my face and I suddenly feel happy again. And it kind of gives you that like slight rush of happiness and energy that you need to just make you feel happy. So I hope any of that made sense. I feel like that was a bit of a mishmash, but I feel like you've got to know me a little bit better. And obviously, if you're going to be listening to my voice every week, which I hope you are, It's nice for you to kind of, you know, understand who I am, what I'm about and why, what's brought me to releasing this podcast is that I've had several things that have happened to me, some of which I've mentioned, some of which I will mention going forward, things that have happened to me that have been lessons that I didn't want to learn. And actually, those are the things that have brought me the most value and have brought me from that kind of really lost, sad girl who didn't know what she wanted to do and was kind of totally miserable into the woman I am today who I'm incredibly proud of and I'm very excited to see what happens what's going forward and that's taken a lot of work and that's taken a lot of things that don't get me wrong I really don't and wouldn't ever want to go back and redo and I wouldn't wish on anyone but I'm incredibly grateful for nonetheless and I think finding gratitude in these lessons that at the time we really didn't want to learn can make such a difference thank you so much for listening 